The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Ian Stewart. A new analysis shows underfunding leaves many Virginia students who speak English as a second language behind. And as Whitney Evans reports, the problem is compounded by school closures during the pandemic. Virginia has more than 100,000 English learner students who speak more than 240 languages. They have some of the lowest graduation and higher education enrollment outcomes out of all students in the state. According to the Commonwealth Institute, English language learners and their families are more likely to experience economic, health, and emotional hardship during the pandemic and regress in their language proficiency. The General Assembly increased the state's share of funding for EL students during the school year, but researchers say at least $132 million more is needed to help remove barriers for these students. They suggest that money be used to hire more multilingual school staff and social workers. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Henrico County supervisors have accepted plans to build a 17,000-seat arena and more than 200 residential units. The mixed-use development, called Green City, will be over 200 acres and cost about $250 million to build. According to Richmond BizSense, the arena and other initial pieces of the project are expected to be finished in 2025. The entire development is targeted to be completed by 2034. The developers of this project also worked on the failed Navy Hill proposal, which would have replaced the Richmond Coliseum. Heavy rain or even flood warnings don't always stop motorists from going through high water. As Jonah Grinkowitz from our partner station WHRV reports, that decision could come with a hefty price tag. That isn't the sound of waves crashing on the shore in Virginia Beach. It's the sound of tidal water crashing on the sidewalk of Llewellyn Avenue in Norfolk as drivers plow through the flooded intersection. We get at least one call every time we have a major rain event coupled with a high tide. We at least get one call about a hydro-locked engine. That's Adam Bailey. He co-owns Coastal Imports, an auto repair shop in Norfolk's Ghent neighborhood. A hydro-locked engine occurs when water gets into the engine, essentially ruining it. Bailey says an engine replacement can cost anywhere from $2,500 to $10,000. Bailey says vehicle owners who live in flood-prone areas should pay special attention to the undercarriage of their car. Maybe take it up to the car wash and have it sprayed underneath. Other than that, he says, if you don't know how deep the water is, don't drive through it. That was Jonah Griekowitz reporting. Chesterfield County's five magisterial districts are about to get slightly realigned. Officials say state law requires the Board of Supervisors to change the boundaries of the districts every 10 years based on census data. Facebook Live events are being held to go over the process and to answer residents' questions. A meeting was held last night, with the next one scheduled for October 19th at 6 p.m. The redistricting does not change any school boundaries. A public hearing on the proposed changes will be held on October 27th. More information, including a rendering of the proposed changes, can be found at Chesterfield.gov. 
The Virginia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce's Restaurant Week is going on through October 17th. It's part of ongoing celebrations for Hispanic Heritage Month. The campaign aims to highlight Hispanic-owned businesses during a time when many have had to scale back operations. Due to COVID-19 concerns, the Chamber of Commerce also moved its annual Pasa Festival to an online format. Organizers told VPM they hope to have an in-person version of the festival next May. The festival is currently going on at kpasafestival.com. For VPM News, I'm Ian Stewart. This newscast was recorded on Wednesday at 5 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.